Welcome to the Tear Talk Podcast with author, coach, and speaker, Mashani Allen. Known as the Golden Scribe, Mashani has over two decades of writing experience, and her passion for the craft has given her the opportunity to impart wisdom, affirmation, hope, and confidence into many. Let's listen now as Mashani delves into topics that have impacted her on her Tear Talk journey and helped her discover the power of the pen. Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome to the Tear Talk podcast. So glad to have you all join me on today. This podcast actually came as a form of inspiration from a conversation that I had with a young lady who I was encouraging. And I work at a university and I also, a part of my job capacity has me working with students. And one of our students, well actually two, but the one I was talking to, she's getting ready to graduate. And you know, I was was asking her, how is she feeling about graduation? You know, I'm all excited. And you know, she shared, but then she didn't really um, show a lot of excitement. And, And I was like, what, you know, like what's going on? And she, in so many words, wasn't really seeing this graduation as an achievement or as an accomplishment. And I, kind of looked over baffled like wait what (laughs) and it's interesting how many of us can have what is an achievement but we don't we don't see it as that we don't see what we've done even if we when we've been in something for even if it's a short period of time or a long period of time when we get to the end of it we we don't see the we don't see the beauty of the accomplishment and you know i i could not let the moment go by <laughs> without her coming to a full truth of what was happening and i you know me being who i am i just literally went right there in, with encouragement and i was just like you know everyone doesn't get accepted to this university. You're not even literally from this country, but you got accepted to this university. I said, you left your whole family in another country by yourself at the age of 18 to come to this country to go to school. I said, I know some people who have never left their city let alone never left their state. I said, you left a whole country and was successful in your leaving. I said, people come into college, but that doesn't mean everyone graduates from college. I said, you have been successful. You have to see this as an achievement. I said, has anyone else in your family graduated from college, you know, so, you know, I'm just, I just, (laughs) I had the whole list going and (laughs) I was just like, you know, you, I said, I said, let me be honest with you. 
I said, this conversation that I'm having with you, you need to take it in. You need to hold it <laughs> and you need to become what I'm saying. I said, because sadly, when you go into the world, you know, everyone isn't going to be like this. Everyone isn't going to see the value. Everyone isn't going to see the worth. Everybody isn't going to see the success. And even if some people see it, that doesn't mean they're going to say it and that they're going to share it. I said, but you have to get to the point where you see it for yourself. If no one says anything else and she was so cute, she was like, oh, I wish I would have recorded this. <laughs> and then I just kept, you know, just helping her shift in her perspective and how she was seeing what was happening for her. So then she asked me a question. She was like, have you always thought like this? Have you always been able to see like this? And I I don't know if I had ever had anybody ask me <laughs> that question, like pretty much how do you always have so much hope? How do you have so much positivity? And And I told her, I said, I choose to see light and I choose to see life. I said, I've been through too much and I've had so much come against me that tried to shut this out of me, you know, like a candle. They just snuff it out or life can just snuff it out. I said, but I choose to see light and I choose to see life. And that led us to a whole other <laughs> conversation. And I, I started to share with her. I said, you can't be your own stop sign. And she looked at me and I said, this is what I mean. I said, you know, we all have stuff coming at us from the outside. I said, but our greatest battle, it's what's on the inside. And a lot of times we can disqualify ourselves. We can devalue ourselves. We can dis we can, we can not see the worth of ourselves. And we can become our own stop sign just from our thought, our attitude, our opinion, our perspective. And I say, you, you don't want to be your own stop sign. You know, a stop sign is used to make sure that traffic is flowing. But the thing about it is, in our minds, the road ain't the same. And a lot of times the, the, there is no one else on the road but us. <laughs> And it's our thought process and our opinion and our perspective that is saying to, to come to a complete halt when there is nothing there competing with us. There is nothing there hindering us. There is nothing there preventing us, but we ourselves. And I'll be honest, there have been more occasions than I can tell you. When I've definitely tried to be my own stop sign. I've definitely tried to say I can't. I've definitely tried to say I'm not, I can't, I'm, it's, it's not for me. I'm not, oh, the biggest one, I'm not ready yet. You know, all of the, all of the self sabotage is pretty much stop signs. And, and I told her, I said, either you're going to be a stop sign or you're going to be a cheerleader. And she was like, I've, 
So she went to her, the computer and she looked it up. She's like, I've never, there's not even anything on Google that puts those two things together. <laughs> she said, I said, you're either going to be a stop sign or you're going to be a cheerleader. And I said, you have to get to the point where you become your biggest cheerleader. And she was just so thankful and she was so appreciative of the conversation. But it really, even after it's over, it was something I couldn't stop thinking about. And I realized, you know, there's so much that we could say to each other, to empower each other, to uplift each other, to motivate each other, to strengthen each other, to encourage each other. But sadly, that's not something many people do. In actuality, someone who does that consistently is it's it's seen as a gift. But in actuality, more of us could. But I think that even becomes a stop sign for people. Because, you know, if you're doing it with the hopes that people will do it back to you and you don't get the same response from them, you can allow that to be a stop sign. You can look at you can hear a person in their conversation and hear that they need encouragement. Don't allow yourself to be a stop sign from sharing something that could, you know, pick someone up from a very hard place or a very dark place or just a very low place. Don't allow yourself to be a stop sign when you can be a green light for people, letting them know, go, go, you got this, you can do this, go. And I have been blessed in my life to have people in my life who wouldn't allow me to be a stop sign for myself. But most importantly, I have been blessed where God (laughs) himself, through his word, through relationship with him, has helped me not to be my own stop sign. And I'll tell you how this was done. You know, I generally try to find at least one verse for each podcast. And if there isn't one, I'm okay. But for the most part, I try to find at least one um, as a form of strength or encouragement or something for people to be able to reflect on or reflect upon. In First Samuel, the 30th chapter, verse 6, it says, and I know this story very, very well. Um, this is when David and his men... They went to go and fight a battle. And while they were away, another group came and stole all of the women and children. And David comes back home with the men and they find out the women and children have been stolen. So in verse six, it says, David was greatly distressed for the men spoke of stoning him because the souls of them were bitterly grieved each man for his sons and daughters. But David encouraged and strengthened himself in the Lord, his God. And I mean, I don't think many of us are facing, I mean, some of us could be facing something that that hard, probably not the exact same situation or circumstance, But some of us could be facing something that hard or we could be facing something the polar opposite, but it's still a challenge. 
for us. But one of the greatest things that you can do to not become your own stop sign is to encourage yourself in the Lord. Honestly, the reason why I feel that I have allowed, or for me, even the stop signs that I had literally formed, fashioned, and created for myself, the way they changed from a stop sign to a green light was me allowing myself to encourage myself in the Lord. And sometimes that would be as simple as worship music. Oh my goodness. I can remember times, you know, you just turn on your playlist and it just be the perfect song that you need to hear. I remember one time, another way was I was on the phone with my godmother who is no longer here, but I'll never forget this conversation. I was in a really, really, really hard place and I I just did not know. Whew, I did not know if I was going to make it out just to be transparent. I had lost where I was living. So it was like the first week of staying in a hotel. So basically being homeless. And I just was like, this is not how I saw my life going. This is not what I saw happening for me. This is, this is not the story (laughs) that I pictured. And I had, I had multiple people who, who were there for me during that time. And I remember it was a morning and, um, she was constantly checking on me, making sure I was okay. Cause it was, it was a really hard place. Thank God I got out of it. But in that, during that time, it was hard and I was about to make a life changing. It would have been a life changing decision based on some advice. And we can go there too. Cause some, the wrong advice can become a stop sign for you. Um, it can cause you to halt and come to a complete stop when you should not. And someone had said that they had prayed and that there was a particular decision that I should make. And I was considering it. Oh, I'm remembering this so vividly as I'm telling this story. It was a young lady who I respected who said that she prayed about um, it wasn't, it prayed about the situation and, you know, this is what she felt as though I should be doing. And I really, I really started to consider that idea. And I remember I got on the phone with my godmother and we ended up having testimony service. And we started talking about the goodness of God. And we started talking about the different ways that he has delivered us out of hard places. We started talking about the different doors that he opened that we know nobody did that but God. We started talking about the way that he loved us even in the middle of our trials, the way he never left us, just how good he has been. Oh my goodness. Oh, I so remember this conversation. (laughs) She was on a thousand by the time the conversation was over and I was right there with her. Oh, we was just going back and forth, back and forth, talking about his goodness. And that conversation with every word, with every sentence broke down 
that stop sign. And it encouraged me. It strengthened me. It emboldened me to stay the path. Though it was difficult, though it was definitely strange and unexpected, I was not to move. I was to stay and I was to see how it would work out. And it did. It worked out so beautifully. I learned to lean and to trust in God in a new way. I also learned that some stuff that we consider a faith move ain't faith. Sometimes we just do stuff and he like, oh, yeah, no, that's not the way I thought you was going to do that. But even in the midst of us making wrong decisions, he can still be there for us. But that, that I learned something because that in that situation, it wasn't even me trying to be a stop sign. It was someone else who came with words that were contrary, that almost had me make a decision that would have changed the trajectory of my life. So you shouldn't only be mindful of the words that are going on in your head. You also have to be mindful of the words that can come from people that can come as counsel and that can come as advice that can be very, very, very wrong for you. Now, I'm not saying for you to look at everybody side eyed when they give you something. I'm saying that even, you know, good people can try and say things that can that can knock you off course. So that's why you want to take care of the stop sign in your head first. So it doesn't connect with the stop sign that other people are trying to bring you and make you feel as though you're really supposed to stop. And this is why you have to become your own cheerleader. But also there's times when it can just be really, really hard. And you might not be able to encourage yourself by yourself. But this is why community and connection is so important. Having people that you can talk to because, man, that was probably one of the best conversations that I ever had with my godmother. And neither one of us at the beginning of the call saw the conversation going in that direction. But my my godmother was like one of the biggest cheerleaders. She and I'm not I'm not saying she was the biggest cheerleader for me. I'm saying her life was a life of being one of the biggest cheerleaders you ever met because she was just always encouraging people. I can even think of times when my godfather has shared how she encouraged him to go back to nursing school and they made it to where he went to school and she would work and hold it down and you know, that that's just who she was. You know, it was it was in, even in conversation. She'd be like, Shani, I sent you a little package. You know, she just always found ways to cheer people on in life. They had over 30 godchildren because she just that's just the role she played in a whole lot of people's lives. She just spoke life and light constantly to people. And it, it is such a treasure to have had her. And I'm thankful to be able to speak light and life in those that I meet, in those that I know, and even in those that I may encounter one time. I have found such a joy in seeing 
the smile come to the face, the change come to the continents, the vocabulary change in the speech from being able to speak light and life to circumstances and situations and being able to present a different perspective and a different view that some or someone may have not considered. Because at the end of the day, perspective is everything. And even with what I just read to you in 1 Samuel 30, David most certainly could have had a different perspective about the situation that he found himself in. All of us choose the perspective that we have regarding our situations. But David found a solution that helped him to gain a proper perspective. And I hope you do as well. Thank you so much for joining the Tear Talk podcast. And I hope that the next time that you see a podcast has loaded, that you decide to press play. Thank you for joining the Tear Talk podcast. You can purchase today's featured t-shirt and learn more about Mashani by visiting MashaniAllen.com. Also, check out her exclusive line of custom journals at bit.ly forward slash the golden scribe.